Welcome to Geeks Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And we're so excited that you're here tonight as we're back in the studio after um, some adventures in the parks. Right? Yes. Yeah. I was like, that was last week, right? Mm -hmm. it, it all blends together. That wonderful adventure of um, Flo's V8 Cafe. Yeah. This time last week. Well, a half an hour ago this time last week. Yes. We were eating cheeseburgers mm -hmm. and pickles. Mm -hmm. On camera. On cam, we broke Dap's magic rules, and we ate on camera. That is correct, um, but it was fun, and we've made it back, and uh, that means hopefully things will be smoother tonight. Who's uh, to say? That is correct. All right, before we get into things, though, remember that if you've got any Disney trips coming up, please book through Mouseways Travel. You can do that at mouseways.com/dapsmagic. They take care of the details, so you can focus on the magic, and uh, they take good care of us, so they'll take good care of you. Yay! Right? Yeah. That is true. Um, also, Clocky in the chat is saying that he posted another great 70s photo on the Patreon tonight. That is true. And it's also, if you are a patron, you will be getting mail from us soon. That's right. So not only do we have your credit cards, we have your home address as well. I'm kidding. No, Patreon has <laughs> oh my it. Gosh. Patreon has it, and not us. And it's sending stuff out. So yeah! uh, that's, that's exciting. Uh, let us know. When you get them, show pictures, all of that fun stuff. And tag uh, us, please. Tag us. We yes. Know. Yeah, we want to see how everything turns out because you um you're the first. Yay! You're the few and the proud, you know, all of those. All right, let's move right into this week's news. We learned this week that as Tron celebrated its 40th anniversary, which is hard to believe, um, we learned some details about the Tron light cycle. And uh, I'm just gonna read what the backstory for Tron Light Cycle is, and then please, we'll talk about it. Tell. Yeah, so our story picks up following the events of Tron Legacy, whose main character, Sam Flynn, is now opening new gateways into the digital realm at specific locations around the world. Shocker. The first portal he created is at Shanghai Disneyland, also a shocker, for the original Tron Light Cycle power run, and now Magic Kingdom guests will get their turn through this second gateway. When you enter the attraction queue, you feel as if you're digitized and entering the grid for a special light cycle, light cycle race alongside your family and your friends. You'll all join Team Blue, hence the color of the wheels in this photo. It was a photo of the um, light cycle for a high-speed launch into the competition against Team Orange. As you swoop and swerve your way around the course, your goal is to be the first to race through eight energy gates and secure your victory. Will your team have what it takes? I've never seen Tron. We should fix that. That would have been a good one during uh, during our... During yeah. quarantine? Yeah. Both of them. Uh, yeah, so I've never seen Tron. So okay. honestly, half of this just sounds like made up nonsense. You it's, know? it's a race through the digital world. Yeah, like I get, I, I'm just grateful I'm team blue because I really don't like the color orange. Okay. Um, so I'm cool with that. Um, you know, I've had blue hair. I haven't had orange hair. Um, True. Right? I haven't, no, I haven't had orange hair. Correct. And the check. <laughs> you know, I can't keep track. Um... Yeah, I, I'm just super excited about this. I'm but looking forward to it. Do I need the backstory? No, I don't. But I think it's fun. I'm wondering if there's going to be a moment where we're digitized and you're like, ooh, I was just digitized. Kind of like, you know, in um, Flight, of Passage, Flight of Passage, there's that moment. Yeah. Like, psh, psh, psh. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
See. I hope there's that moment. Like that would be fun. Everyone stand here and just move around. I just hope someone says, even if it doesn't make sense, and uh, fly. Yeah, I want that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I want him to do it. But dressed in Tron outfits. But like the same script. Oh, no, no. Like Variations. he's still reading the <laughs> Some of the same things. You can have the end of fly, but. Even though you're not flying. For the race. Well, you make and, speed. Uh, flying speed. Sure. I don't know. Something like that. I think it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to this attraction. Um, I actually think it looks really cool in Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland. It adds a futuristic element to it, um, especially in a land that kind of tends to have retro future is kind of where it's at right now. And I like that this is continuing with that, but it just feels new and it makes your imagination soar. This brings me to the conversation we were having 30 seconds ago. And this is what I think. Back in time. It's a very interesting conversation. I'm going to plug it, and I'm going to say, hold on to it for Geeks Corner Plus, all right? What would you do to fix don't forget. Disneyland's Tomorrowland? All right, what would you like to see in the future for Disneyland's Tomorrowland? We will talk about we that and one other that. topic during Geeks Corner Plus tonight that's already been predetermined on Patreon. Right? Yeah. All right, good. Um, so 40 years of, of Tron was this last week. I thought it would be fun as I was going through stuff uh, to... Look at some of the other elements of Tron we've gotten through the years. And one of them was Electronica, mm -hmm. um, which came out, I believe, 12 years ago. And uh, do you remember Electronica? Vividly. How Good. do you mean it was 12 years ago? Wasn't it 2010? Oh, my God. I think it was. Yeah, it was um, my freshman year of high school. I, I could be so wrong, but uh, Electronica came out in Disney California Adventure. This was after Glow, Glow Fest and before... Mad Tea, Mad Tea Party. And I thought before we started talking about Electronica, we should have an Electronica experience with an old friend of the show. Enjoy. So you're going to sing us a song, aren't you? Nope. Why aren't you going to sing us a song? Don't feel like it. Don't feel <laughs> like it. Not, not quite ready. <laughs> it, not it, takes, quite it, it ready. takes a lot of preparation to get a song ready. What song are you going to get ready? It's a great big beautiful tomorrow. But it's not ready today. No. Because it'll be ready tomorrow. What if I were to tell you I have something ready today? I'll walk off camera again. <laughs> I'm going to play something for you. You're not going to see it until we post it. Whenever this goes up. Which might be tomorrow. Which means that tomorrow will be a great big beautiful tomorrow. Get the zoom out from underneath of your cup. Hey, that's a great <laughs> idea. But put it into your cup. Is anybody? Yeah. Well. So roll them. Woo! <laughs> 
Yeah, I have no idea what that was. No, you didn't. No, we. You said roll them, and we paused for a period uh-huh. of time. And uh, you're gonna you're gonna just throw something in. I'm gonna throw something in. Awesome. That you get to look at tomorrow, and maybe you'll leave a comment. Maybe you won't. And I hope everybody else leaves comments and tells us what you think of that. And no, it does not substitute for a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Even no, though tomorrow will be great and big and beautiful because you've gotten to see that last video. Yeah. That I have seen. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about still. Good. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Some things never change. That's exactly what I was about to say. Some things truly never change. Mr. Dapp still does exactly that. He loves to cause chaos in the Geeks Corner co-hosts' lives of I'm going to put in something that you have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm glad to see that it's it's not a new thing. It is not a new thing, yeah. but uh, I thought that was fun because that was very reminiscent of what Electronica was like for us uh, 12 years 12 years ago. And quite often it included hanging out there for a little bit, going into Flynn's Arcade and uh, playing foosball and having tournaments. Uh, and and it was a very random, in some ways, actually many ways, I liked Electronica better than Mad Tea Party just because there was so much more to do. Ah, so you're one of those people with the shirts. Do you not remember the shirt yeah, controversy? but I didn't have. The shirts said, I heart Tron. But this will do for now. I forgot about that. How could That's you true. forget? Because I miss Flynn. That, that was shirts. yes. So here's something that's so funny to me. Um, our paths have crossed so many times in our life. Um, Electronica came out my freshman year of high school. Um, it was I was uh, friends with a bunch of theater kids because I am a theater kid, um, which should surprise nobody. Um, and so we would so all was Johnny Five. do very similar things to what you just saw mm-hmm. in that video because we were 14 and had annual passes to Disneyland. Um, and then like the piano and musical chairs. All stuff there. Literally, it's things that you and I, our paths crossed very frequently. I was just making videos of them and you were experiencing them. And I was 14. Yeah. <laughs> um Yes. So yeah, that we've got uh, also videos of the portal opening up on an article that we posted. And I think there might be a link that was just tweeted out, but we'll also be in the show notes. Um, We also have, no, that's another topic. Um, We also have laser man and a couple other things in the article. That sounds like a fake name. It does. But it's like taser face from guardians too. Laser man. You know what? Anything's possible. Yeah, you're not wrong. It, it's it's so true. Yeah. It just kind of comes and goes, and you never really know. Um, what was your favorite part of Electronica back in the day? Um, honestly, actually, what was your favorite part back then? And now, twelve years later, looking back at it, what is your favorite part? Uh, I honestly didn't. I didn't do much in Electronica besides 
being a dumb high schooler. Um, so that's what so I being a dumb high did. schooler is your answer. Um, and yes, and okay, if, there, if, the there, if there are any high schoolers watching this, I want you to know that I don't think you are dumb. I think that I was dumb when I was in high school. And now looking back at it. Uh, I really wish that I had done Flynn's Arcade. Okay. To be completely It really honest. was a lot of fun. Like we were there every every weekend and you got the little coins or the, the tokens, the I tokens, guess. tokens, yeah. And I think I probably- Did you find one recently? I think I have one around here somewhere. I should have looked for it for tonight, but uh, that is okay. Um, but yeah, it was it was just a fun place to, to hang out. And it's interesting because I feel like Mad Tea Party was mm -hmm. definitely more about the band definitely. and the entertainment. Yeah. And, it was a concert. and Electronica was more about the hanging out in the experience Atmosphere. of just being there. And yes, the opening moment was cool and Laser Man was cool. And uh and the DJ was sometimes cool. Uh but but it was more it was more about the experience. That is the closest I've ever been to a club. That and um the Star Wars disco that we went to two months ago. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Closest that was good. things That's I've true. been to a club. That was a fun, fun night also. Um, anyway, let us know your favorite electronica memories in the comments. We'd love to hear them and reminisce with you. Electron! Mm -hmm. I always feel like I have to yell it. <laughs> it's, it's in caps. You have to say, yeah, so the other day I was going to Electron! And it was, you know, you have to like... Also, like, isn't Tron supposed to be in all caps? It is. Okay, so like, Tron! Light cycle! Sure. Hey, we'll hey, see if that takes go, off. Do you want to go get an individual lightning lane for Tron? You know, you have to yell. You have to yell it. But like, obviously, I'm using my... I don't think I'm going to do that. I'm using my inside yell right now because we're inside and there's a microphone. But you have to like really yell. Okay. Should we move on? If you want. All right. Also at Disney California Adventure, this year is a new type of experience. It's called the Chalk Adventure. This is not a chalk walk. Nope. You no can walking. walk at it. I mean, I would hope you walk If you want somewhere. to, you could walk at it. But that's not the point this year. This year, the point is that it's a party with a purpose as they celebrate 30 years of Chalk Walk, which really would have been before. But, you know, there was this thing that we could not walk together. Um, but anyway, this is our big tease because next week we're going to have Zach Abrams from Chalk on the show to talk about this Chalk adventure. So we won't talk about it too much tonight other than you tonight can join our team from anywhere in the globe, around the globe, uh, by going to chalkwalk.org slash dapsmagic and join Teen Daps Magic. And if you can't, like, there's no reason why you can't, honestly. You just join and then you raise money. And uh, yes. I'm on the team. Yep. He's on the team. I am. Our friend Mindy's on the team. Yep. Is Angela on the team? Yep. Angela's on the team. Caitlin's on the team. Yep. And Caitlin, I, I really want to plug this because I think it's very cool. Caitlin sells cookies to fundraise yeah. for the Daps Chalk team. Yep. Um, and they are good cookies. We have had them. They are fun. Mm -hmm. Um, you can just take pictures of them if you want to because they're very pretty, or you can eat them. Um, or both. Or both, which is my ideal. That's cookie. the way I would do it. Yeah. But so even if you cannot join our chalk walk team, there's plenty of great but ways to get there's really no it. excuse why you shouldn't. I mean, no. Like, but... you can be anywhere. Yeah. Because you don't actually have to show up for the party. Yeah. The adventure. Um, you can you can do it virtually. They'll have stuff that they're going to send out the day of. And uh, it will be a lot of fun. And I'm going to let Zach do most of the talking about it because that's that's what he's coming for next week. So uh, make sure you invite your friends also next week to watch Geeks Corner. This is our big plug to support Chuck and Zach Abrams, who's a very good friend of ours, and uh, and he's an all-around good guy. 
all around Putin. Yes. You don't want to miss it. All right. Moving right along. Another thing that could be kind of fun. I think this is actually a really fun idea is the Walt Disney Family Museum is doing a holiday exhibit where you can actually like submit things for it, which I think is super cool. I like that a lot. And um, I'm loading up the, the title of it because I'm forgetting what it's called. Um, it's called Spirit of the Season, a Community Art Exhibition at Chalk, or at, Chalk. <laughs> at the Walt Disney Family Museum, I think until the beginning of September. Uh, what's the date? I can't read it. I, um, I don't know how you see that far. Um, it is going to uh, August 21st. Okay, so you got about a month, um, a little bit over a month to submit different forms of art, whether it's paintings, drawings, uh, photography, 3D art. Um, they're pretty much taking anything. And then there's like a panel that's going to pick what ends up in this exhibit but it's all about the way you culturally celebrate the holiday seasons yeah and it has to do with i believe it has to do with nature yeah um so they want the natural world and holidays so yeah. you could do um i don't know christmas trees in the snow or something because mm -hmm. that would be a mix of i don't know um but anyway you can submit your photos, your your art, your all sorts of stuff. We've got the details up on the website. I think it's super cool. I actually think it'd be cool just to go through the process of all of us submitting something, just mm -hmm. to say we did it. And if anybody in our group gets it, then we then I'll geek out about Francisco. it or that too. Okay. And um, I believe it starts on November 17th and then runs through the holidays. Um, this is the second time they've done this. And uh, I just think it's a really fun way to get people engaged at the Walt Disney Family Museum. Mm -hmm. And... While you're up there, you can also check out Walt Disney's The Jungle Book, The Making of a Masterpiece, which uh, Andreas Deja put together and uh, with the team up at the Walt Disney Family Museum. And we got to check that out a couple weeks ago. And that is definitely much better to see in person than through a video or the photos that I posted on the I website. I've still never been to the Walt Disney Family Museum. But you want to go see this exhibit, don't you? I would love to. Be good. Yeah. And it's here through the end of the year. And a little bit beyond. I just don't go to the Bay Area very often. That is the trick. It's it's a bit of a drive. It's such an easy flight. But it's not. So here's the thing is when I went up mm -hmm. to do the interview with Andreas, I was looking at flights and I was looking at driving. Mm -hmm. And it turned out getting, it seemed like from either Oakland or San Francisco or even San Jose, there's no easy way to get from the airport to the Walt Disney Family Museum. Oh, yeah, because SFO is too far from Embarcadero, huh? So you take, like, almost everything, you take a train and then a bus, and then you walk. Hmm. Like, it, that just seemed to be the way, unless you were to do the the Lyft or Uber or whatever, but that looked like it was going to be really expensive. Yeah, so nice. when you took the time into account of, like, train, bus, walk, plane, I was like, oh, well, this is not actually saving me as much Planes, time and money as driving. Trains, automobiles. automobiles. Yeah, and a bus. Uh, Coffee told me that there is now an Earl of Sandwich south of Sacramento. I heard about that. I heard about that. There is also an Earl of Sandwich in Long Beach, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a friend that goes there quite regularly, and I always see uh, his posts on it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's there. I forgot about that. I just don't go to Long Beach very often. And take a look at job postings. Oh, yeah. Uh, so moving right along, speaking of the Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World Resort, there's a new tool. It's called Dude, Where's My Car? 
dude, where's my car? It is the car locator. Um, I I actually got a chuckle when I first saw this this pop up because immediately all of those different shows of losing cars and whatever. Yeah. Um, I think you haven't really been a true longtime Disney fan if you haven't lost your car at some point. It's true. Um, I thought it was going to get easier when they went to the parking structure from the old lot where mm -hmm. DCA is now. And turns out it makes it harder because now you don't have to worry about just like, where am I at this Not way? So you have to go up and down. So it's a 3D problem instead mm -hmm. of a 2D problem. You're playing 3D chess. Yeah, basically. So you have to call Spock and hope mm -hmm. he can help you. But um, have you ever lost your car? So yeah, I've actually lost my car multiple times. Um, one of the <laughs> one of the biggest times just today. <laughs> uh, no, funny enough, yesterday oh. I lost my car. Um, there you go. But <laughs> today I today I knew where my car was because uh, I had an accountability buddy who parked near me. But that's a way to keep your. You can either have an accountability buddy or the Disneyland app or my Disney Experience app if you're at Walt Disney World, and it is coming before you finish your story. To Walt Disney World first, and then later this year it'll come to Disneyland. Anyway, continue on with your cheap 3D tricks. Did charts. someone say cheap 3D tricks? Yes. I can't do a Fozzie voice. Um, to save my life, I could not do it. That's unfortunate. Why? Well, if it would save your life. Yeah. Oh, I would die if I had okay. to do a Fozzie So you lost your car. So I lost my car. I was literally parked on the entire wrong level. Um, my That's mom, what Angela's talking about. If my mom is listening, um, we both swore up and down that we parked on this one level. And we could hear our car. And we were very confused. Turned out we were parking level above. That felt like some glitch in the matrix type of thing. Um, because we swear up and down. We glitch in the there. matrix. Was that a Tron joke? No glitch in the. It's fine. Keep going. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, also, I lose my car very frequently because um, it literally parked. Doesn't it have like a fancy app so that you just look at it and it's no. like, hey, go over here and I'm turning myself on. It doesn't. Well, I can turn my car on from my app. It doesn't. Oh, I thought it on. told you where it was too. No, Apple Maps updates though with where I parked my car. Okay. But that doesn't tell you what level. It does help at work because at work we, oh, I'm so sorry that I switched the microphone. At work, we park on the second level. So I'm always in Coco. I know I'm in Coco. Do I know where I am in Coco? No. That's why I take pictures of where my car is. But then that means I have to remember where the pole was that I took a picture of. Was it behind me? Was it in front of me? And that's what happened yesterday. Because I couldn't, I was just wandering around like my car is around here somewhere. Hi, mom. You knew, you knew the story. I swear our car, we did not park the car there. The car moved itself. Sure. It did. Mr. Daps, you gotta believe me. I believe you. <laughs> and if you don't believe me, you've gotta believe my mom. I, I believe you both. Good. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I, I, I lose my car a lot. Um, Although I also lost my car when I was parking in Lilo. So honestly, I just I just never know where my car is parked. So this app is going to help you. Yeah. And it'll help you help find me? If, if you get the update, because you will need to update it. Uh, what do you think of them adding it to the app? I think it's a really neat feature. Um, it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of uh, when you used to park, you used to be given these kind of like um cards like a not card oh card, yeah but, yeah the little receipts but you could circle where you were where you were yep. so what level you were on and what number and what letter and all those things so it's kind of like a digitized version of that yeah i like it i, I think like the nice. thought of somebody in an office one day you know we should add to the, the disneyland app finder well i like the thought of where did this come from mm -hmm. 
So I went to Disneyland this weekend. Never guess what happened. <laughs> Left the park midnight. Got out of the parking structure. 1245. Couldn't find my car. Dude, that would be hilarious. I, I just I feel like that's how this came about is like somebody or or they're like at the Magic Kingdom and they went to the complete wrong side. And I was, I was walking around. And I couldn't find it. And then the guy in the bus came and he picked me up and we were driving around. And then we discovered it was on the other side. And then he said, I thought I was in the villain parking lot. Nope. I was See, in the heroes. Disney World is much, much harder because it is all flat parking. Yeah. Well, I think there's there's. There's pros and cons of each because like the flat parking in some ways makes it a little bit easier because you're not having to worry about what level you went on. Mm -hmm. But the downside is it's way more spread out uh -huh. and there's way more options. I think Epcot is probably the easiest to find your car in. That's what I was thinking. Because, but Magic Kingdom is the hardest, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and because Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom, they're both very big. But and they Magic... just kind of wrap around like they're fine. Actually, so does Epcot. But Magic Kingdom is... It's that would be a challenge, yeah. And, and then, and then they got matching tattoos, and they said, "What does mine say?" What, dude? <laughs> what does mine say? Sweet, sweet. Um, and I do think a challenge for Walt Disney World for most of us from California is if you're parking there, it's probably also in a rental. Mm -hmm. And also, you don't know what car you're driving. Even if you do, there's so many of them because they all look very it's similar trends. it's like oh look at all these rentals that are very similar and have the same sticker in the window and like that's a challenge too sure. so anyway i think this is a great thing to add to the app i like that they continue to add more things to the app and i'm looking forward to seeing what they add next um the only thing i wish they did is they made it easier for you to charge your phone like i think there needs to be if you're going to be so reliant on your phone in the mm -hmm. parks um i would make charging it and finding chargers easier Here's my axe to grind. Downtown Disney has no charging. The only charging used to be down at AMC. AMC is now gone. Mm -hmm. There's no charging in downtown Disney. At all. Like in places to plug in? Or like, what do you mean by charging? Yeah, there's no places to plug in. Oh, okay. Because you used to be able to plug in down at AMC. Okay. Um, In front of uh, like that seating veranda. Type yeah, thing. so there's no plugs. There's no plugs. Um, so you have to go to the Grand Californian to plug anything in. And that's not recommended. No. Um, I would say though, like the answer isn't a plug. Well, no, I don't I don't think so either. But like you would think a Starbucks would have a plug, right? Not in downtown Disney. I think the I answer would. is Magic Kingdom, where they have over by the um the tangled restrooms, they have mm -hmm. the charging stations that mm -hmm. you can plug into. I think More that's the answer is themed charging stations. I mean, if if you're really like I put a quarter. We mobile order everything. Mm -hmm. Genie Plus, Lightning Lane, all of that uh, time, everything is now on your phone. And it works better if you're using location, which takes up more of your battery. And, and so I just think it'd be a nice thing. Or, you know, it, the real deal would be cool is if in some of the attractions, like the ride vehicles, you could either put on, you know, the ones where Those, they. Yeah, yeah, like the MagSafe. Yeah. I think that would be a cool next level. All right. Other cool next level things that are happening is Avengers Campus Paris was dedicated this week. And uh, they had a pretty cool dedication ceremony with fireworks, with drones, with superheroes, with people who play superheroes. Or are they the real thing? Those are super but cool. um, they are. But uh, what did you think of this this dedication day? 
Because so, it wasn't just a ceremony. It was yeah! like the full day. It was wacky. And I loved every bit of it. And the biggest thing I love is Paris is insane. Like, Paris is crazy. Paris does very crazy things all the time. They are wacky. Um, OSHA does not exist. Is it there. safe? Yeah. <laughs> is it safe? No. Is it entertaining? It's like the old YouTube channel or uh, show, Will, Will It, it blend? blend? Except for in Paris, it's is like, it is it safe? So, like, Maybe. Black Widow just <laughs> literally, like, yeah. And it was then pretty cool. Spider Man hanging off of a balcony. Yep. Um, nuts. But it's so awesome. And honestly, well, I was I even think... thinking, look at how tall the rails were. Yeah. When they're standing up on that podium, or not podium, that platform, platform thing. I'm like, that's not super, like, but it was cool. I think that all of Avengers Campus looks gorgeous. Um, Campus East looks very high tech, very modern, very, um, looks very shady because there's trees, which is great. Good, good shady. Like good shady. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think that their e-ticket is extremely compelling. Um, obviously our e-ticket opened in 2016 with Mission Breakout. Mm -hmm. Their e-ticket is rock and roller coaster. Isn't but... it interesting that they're both recycled attractions? Uh -huh. I, I, I thought that was kind of cool. Same thing. Um, but the difference here is that ours opened. Is that in credit coasters too far away? Mm -hmm. Ours opened five years before the land, and theirs opened with the land. Yes. So this is just rock and roller coaster rethemed to uh, it's what is it called? Flight something. But it's Iron Man. Is it Flight Force? Maybe. Something like that. The word's flight, isn't it? Um, so it's rock and roller coaster, but themed to the Avengers. Which is rad. I like the story it tells too, because generally the Avengers start somewhere in the United States and mm -hmm. kind of that's the starting point. And I like the thought of Avengers Campus West is kind of like your starting point of like, hey, we'll build this thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, now we've got this We're thing. Putting together a team. Let's make a new one and do it. It's it's almost like Disneyland versus Walt Disney World of like you don't know what you need the first time you make it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I guess we should have used more space. Oh, mm -hmm. I guess we should have used this type type of tech. Oh, we probably shouldn't land on top of the building with the Quinjet. Let's make a platform for it. Well, and, and, and so the story of it evolving through experience seems very natural to me, even mm -hmm. without knowing the full story. I heard a firework. And um, uh, yeah, um, and, and I love the fact that they did this, but they also referenced that there was stuff in the past, like Peggy Carter's office. I and, loved Peggy um, Carter's office. Yeah, but I, I, I'm all for it. Like, this looks awesome. I still want to commend the Imagineers um, that all took uh, took part in Avengers Campus West uh, because they had to transform Bugs Land, which was very tiny and small, into something great. Well, and I would say Avengers Campus West feels more campus-like to me. Yeah, it feels like a campus. Paris feels much more like, almost like a base. Yeah. Like, it, it's kind of got that, like what you know what it reminds me of no um buh, 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 buh. so on netflix <laughs> mr dabs and i are very upset this got canceled we watched a lot of space, oh, space force. force yeah i can see that it reminds me of the space force campus yep i can uh, see which that is a little Cal bit. state dominguez hills i think yeah that's true uh we are in geeks corner plus now at this point which means that we are going to pivot into um, a couple other conversations and the first one being is the Disneyland Resort All-American College Band has returned. And if you were on our Patreon earlier today, you saw a picture from a, uh, a Disneyland band years ago with much different um, uniforms mm -hmm. and walking around with Mickey and uh, 
and Katie's like, I love these so much better. I'm like, those look so much warmer. Well, uh, it's, <laughs> it looks like what you would think of a traditional marching band. It does feel more attire. main street. Yeah. Yes. It, it has that old school. Um, and I love the Disneyland band current costumes. Mm -hmm. See nothing wrong with them. I just sometimes think the college band costumes could do for an update. Yeah. I that one actually I've talked to I feel like that's a conversation that at some point happens with somebody every year. Yeah, it does. Um like and it's usually sitting waiting for the main street or not the main street, the uh town square set and usually at some point those costumes come up and um and they've just been the keep, same for quite some time. As long yeah. as I can remember. Um Clocky's saying he put some electronica photos in Patreon <laughs> so that'll be fun to check out after the show. Um but yeah, so uh we are now getting all of the college band sets every day, Tuesday through Saturday, which means they're now performing at 4.30 for the flag retreat at 6.10 at Main Street Station. Katie's already bored by this. 7.10 at Sleeping You You Yawned as I was giving the time. So I was like, oh, I'm just reciting time. So 7.10 is at Sleeping Beauty Castle. 8 o'clock is up and down Main Street. Well, just up, down, up and out of Main Street for a pre-parade, which does have some great music. Um, and then at nine o'clock, they're over at Disney California Adventure to Hollywood Backlot stage for their sit down jazz sets with uh, once a week ish is um, is the um, Clinician. clinicians now. And in uh, last week, there was two. And, uh, that was fun. And we will continue to do our best to get uh, as much video of them throughout the summer as we can. But either way, if they have a clinician or not, that is a really fun set. And they often do some uh, different versions of Dis Disney songs and other jazz greats that uh, you don't get to hear many places live, which I think is blast. And uh, my only complaint is that the LED wall is so darn bright. Most of the time it makes videoing it hard and mm -hmm. photog photography too. Um, there was another topic we we're going to hit. Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Let's talk. You know what? What this, would you do with I got this. Um, okay. <laughs> Take over. I'll sit here. Thank you, Mr. Daps. This is my show now. Um, we're talking about Tomorrowland. Where's that red button? At Disneyland specifically. Yes. Um, here are some things I would do. Level it. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Um, I think we should take out Launch Bay. I think we should take out Autopia. I'm so sorry for saying that. Um, I think that... What would you replace it with? I think that I would make that space one thing. Yeah, but what? I don't know what that one thing would be. So but here's... I think that leaning into the... <sighs> I really like what Disneyland Paris does, which I know that it's not Tomorrowland, it's Discoveryland. They have Autopia. Okay, I meant the theming-wise. Mm-hmm. Can't do anything around here. Um, welcome to Katie Plus. I like that way better. We're gonna make shirts that say Katie Plus. Um, you see the video I got for next week. What does that mean? I don't like. Well, <laughs> anyway, keep going. I don't like what he's saying. I anyway. agree. With, I agree with Bailey that you make Autopia electric. It's electric. Do, 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 I just do, think do. that would that would modernize it. The thing Autopia is good for is it's a people leader that too but it's also something that family memories are made like how often as you're going by do you see the little kid with mom or dad that are so excited they're four or five years old and they get to drive a car yeah and and those are those moments 
like I think a lot of people, especially the ones that are not from around here, like that's one of my early memories is going on Autopia with my grandpa. And I and I observe those things happening a lot. And I think it's a good balance between um between I mean it's not futuristic per se right now. Mm-hmm. I think it could be. They tried and, with the Honda thing. Yeah, but I think right, it's Honda. Yeah, and if it had been electric, <laughs> it would have been fine. Like that would do it. So do what they did to test track. They modernize test track. Yeah, modernize it, futurize it, make it fun. Sure. I don't think the demolishing launch bay is enough, though. So what would you put in? No, I'm just saying, like, if you just cleared out that footprint, I don't think that's enough. Depends what you're putting in. You're going to put it in other interventions? No, I'm, I'm like, saying, like, to me, it's not, if I were, if I were the project manager for Future of Tomorrowland, which is funny to say, the question isn't, what do you get rid of? The question is, one, what do you want Tomorrowland to be? Because until you know what Tomorrowland is going to be, it doesn't matter what you add, subtract, level, whatever, because it's just going to be like, oh, we can put this cool attraction in here, or we can get rid of this thing, or we can put a new attraction. Can I just have fun? I know. I'm just saying my turn now. Um, So yes, you can do all those things, but I'm asking questions. Uh, So if you know what you want it to be, then you can level whatever you want because then it's a vision for where it's going to go. And like, maybe you want it to be, I don't actually know what. I just don't think the future thing works. I think retro future does. I think retro future does, but I think that's what they attempted with Tomorrowland 2055 and it didn't work. But you actually have to do it. (laughs) They, they insult some French fry rocks. Was that not enough? I don't know that. I don't know that it was innovative enough because it was taking ideas from other places and putting it into Disneyland. I think if you're, if you're going to truly be Tomorrowland 2055, you say, what is this, this idealized version of Tomorrowland 2055 look like we're going to make it um, retro future. I think uh, totally right with the Star Trek thing, because I think actually Star Trek has done a really good job through the years of, for the most part, of giving a a futuristic look that ages well. I agree. And and so I think you kind of go, what are cool, fun things that age well, that will age well, that kind of have a timeless futuristic approach to that? Like even the movie Tomorrowland, they kind of nailed it. I never watched that. And I didn't watch the whole thing because I got <laughs> bored. But um... <laughs> I watched the parts where I know that they nailed Tomorrowland. But I have an idea. Yeah. Okay. Here's my vision. Okay. Okay. Vision away. So you level all of Tomorrowland. Okay. Except for Space Mickey. Space Mickey still stands. Well, you could you could pull him out and put him somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You put him in what the whole land turns into, living with the land. Because <laughs> then we can all truly be living with the land. Okay. Okay. When I think retro future, I think future world. I know that didn't to make an, well either. To an extent. Like, well, yeah. you pick out the bits and pieces. It could have aged well, though. Like, to me, that's something that fresh coats of paint and tweaking could have changed a whole lot moving forward. Yeah, I also think that some of the additions didn't age well. Like, I think Horizons would have aged better with updates. I don't think that Mission Space ages as well as Horizons would have. I agree. Because I feel like Mission Space felt dated But I I think that's why you modulize it so you can move these things forward as as they grow. Um, I don't know that I would level all of... I'm not leveling all of Tomorrowland. I'm not. 
I, um, I think that Astro Blasters can be something different. I think Star Tours can stay. Space Mountain stays. See, I would get rid of Star Tours. I get rid of Astro Blasters. I get rid of the People Mover. I would get rid of. Well, People Mover gone. Get the truck out. Um, I would get rid of uh, yeah, the Interventions Building, Launch Bay, whatever you want to call it. All of those cool. gone. Um, what about the thing in the middle? Gone. Okay. And that's part of that's the People Mover. It's the People Mover loading platform, uh, but I don't know. I would keep. In fact, probably the only things I would keep: Autopia? Space Mountain, okay. Autopia, and I would do submarines in a different way. Like I would update them. I think put them. So I have a crazy idea: twenty thousand leagues under the sea. If they do the new show, I mean, if that ends up happening on Disney Plus, mm -hmm. maybe. Um, I think you could do something cool with that um, or Incredibles, because I'm just saying you could do it. Um, you're going to have, you just have to acknowledge there's going to be IP. I, and okay. So then once you get all that stuff ripped okay. out, the entrance needs to look futuristic and inviting that pulls you in. And I think. Oh, Astro Orbiter also has to go. Yes, that does too. Or, or moved. I, I, I honestly think you could retheme it and make it like the one in Florida, I think is better, but um, space travel is on top of. See, put it up somewhere like that. Yeah. Um, but I think that's one you could reuse. Uh, potentially if it's in a different place, maybe even further back where Interventions is. So you can use some of the middle thing. And um, it needs a different paint job in my opinion. Absolutely. It's got the wrong, it doesn't fit anymore. It's but the copper paint it, job. it needs to have, going with what you're talking about, needs lots of water. Uh -huh. Like I'm thinking waterfalls everywhere. Um, in, in fact, some fake walls made of water from waterfalls uh, that needs plants everywhere. Like those new um, walls that just installed, but like those are water features. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think those would be super cool to bring the land into a, a very fresh and clean look for the future, because I think that would be great. I think you need to pull in some new attractions that haven't been thought of before. I don't know that they need to be Star Wars. They could be. Um, I think you could definitely go with a different type of Tron attraction. That could be cool. I think you could probably look at some of the other stories being told that... Um, would would bring you into that imaginary this is what the future could be and and if you could pull that off and to your credit incredibles does that very well mm -hmm. incredibles is a very 50s-esque nuclear and, family and honestly that's that's kind of the reason you go for it is yeah. because it has a universal appeal that I, I mean, just don't cars like... does that too weirdly enough. Like it yeah. kind of has this, oh, this is a brand new cool car, but it's actually a car based on something made decades ago. I just don't love when I think of Incredibles, I think of that red, like that intense red color for the Incredibles. Yeah, but that's more the first movie. Like think of the second yeah. movie. There's there's a lot of different things going on. And um But it's like when you get into the actual movie, not, nothing's all red. It's just I think of um their logos. Yeah. Uh the the, 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 the um not like layer that he goes to, but the meeting place where he goes to, to meet Mirage. Mm -hmm. um, and he like goes under that waterfall and it's this cave. Yeah, It's, and, it's all very yeah. cool. James Bondy forward, very James Bond. looking stuff. And I, I think you could do stuff like that, that would, um, you know, really make the land more engaging and, and probably make it a destination point mm -hmm. more than it is currently. Yeah, I just think that I think Tomorrowland lost a lot of its 
Monorail definitely Charm. stays. Monorail stays 110. percent Yeah. Um, I maybe new monorails, but who am I to say? Um, I, not that we need new monorails. Walt Disney World needs new monorails. But anyway. Anyway, back to back to our Disney. I think Tomorrowland lost a lot of its charm when the Mary Blair mur- murals got covered up. Okay. That's just something I wanted to say about And that. on that happy note, no. I'm just... No, <laughs> We're not going to end on that. But I think that but it, it's a lot of like what she did in the contemporary where it was this forward-looking, like, what can the future be if we all work together? Type well, of it's thing. just artistic and it's it's art has... It, it transcends time. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think... And that's... That's, I think, the the hard part with something like Tomorrowland is it's easy to get stuck on those things that really were great about it that mm-hmm. disappeared. Um, but that doesn't make it better for the future. And the no. real challenge is like, what's the vision for the future, not the things you loved about the past? Because you can look at the things not you loved about the past, that. but you've seen photos. Um, but the point being is, is I think so often we get stuck of like, oh, I want this back. Oh, I want it to be like this one. No, this you, is general Disney. You know community. what I want? Rocket rods. There you go. Give them back. And um, but like I would love to see the approach being this is this really cool new thing that we mm-hmm. can create. This is this vision we have. This is the all-encompassing uh why behind it. Um, I actually think that uh what they've done was a Zach Ridley in mm-hmm. Epcot. Is this what we were? shown at at d23 no but we also went through a pandemic and (laughs) life changes and and that's fine but i do like the way they've they've told this story through all of the epcot um transformation and i love the i love the cohesiveness that's coming to epcot through this transformation and um i think there's a lot of really good things that's it's to me that's the model you take is the epcot transformation for tomorrowland festival center replaces interventions that is the new fireworks viewing area yeah i mean they're already doing that in interventions that was a joke they're already doing it oh i'll see myself out well i could actually see the building looks exactly the same but i think you could put something like that in there and you could have you know a store on one level a restaurant on the next level and you know then you've cleared up uh red rocket spaceport which that's not the name anymore but not even close to the name anymore. That's okay. Here at Daps Magic, we frequently are stuck in the past and we call things <laughs> different names. Yeah. What's that restaurant that serves burgers in uh the Condor Flats area? Smoke jumpers. That's taste pilots, baby. Yeah. It happens. Also, I just called it Condor Flats and you responded. I know. So we But uh... my point being is you could do some really cool things, but I think taking the approach they took to Epcot is the right approach. Not necessarily copying what they did at Epcot, but no. take that approach of this is the transformation from where we're at to where we go. And and I would love if that's what we got at D23 this year. I hope we get tomorrow. But if they say anything I have no clue. Like... If they say anything about Space Mickey. I'm not kidding. You will find me in the middle of the convention center floor screaming. I'm not kidding. Okay. Not well, I'm show. not kidding either. We're out of time. <gasps> oh, what no. Should, what should people do, Katie? Go to dasmagic.com. Check out all the Disney and Geek news as it happens. Mm-hmm. From there, you can find our Patreon where you can find a very cool, neat gift, much like our current uh, subscribers got this week or are getting. I don't know how time works. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, and also make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got lots of videos going up and we just put some Electronica videos up in the last 24 hours that you don't want to miss as well. Uh, but that is all the time we have for you this week. So we will see you around the corner. Bye.